my own default setting from childhood programming is put more weight in the backpack and take off and do the thing on my own. Mm. And I am learning how not to gravitate toward that because it's such a limited perspective. And it's a perspective that helped me cope with the perception that I had as a child, that there wasn't enough resource in my environment that I could rely on that felt good to me, felt supportive. So now that I have incredible amounts of resources here with you, I'm retraining myself to turn toward that rather than assume that it's not there. Welcome to The Art of We, the podcast where we explore how committed partnerships can be potent vehicles for fully delivering our gifts to the world. Hi, I'm Krista Vanderveer, a seasoned consultant and executive coach. And I'm Dr. Will Vanderveer, a leader and educator in integrative mental health and wellness. As husband and wife and business partners, we keep learning that the key to maximizing our authenticity and impact in the world lies inside the health, security, and depth of our relationship. On this show, we'll pull back the curtains to share lessons, insights, and practices from our own marriage and professional careers that help us thrive. If you're a leader, founder, or overachiever, and you want to leverage your relationships for personal and collective growth, then you're in the right place. All right, we're going to dive into a topic that is hard to talk about. Yeah, this is a this is a slippery one, so I'm, I'm glad that we're covering this today. Yeah, it's something that is abstract and more of a transcendental concept than a something that's really easy to talk about. And since this is the Art of We podcast, we thought we might want to try to describe what you and I mean by the we and how we hold it, because in my experience, we hold it very differently than most people tend to hold it. And it's taken me a long time to get to this place of holding it in this way. And it feels like it's a really important perspective that you and I hold that really helps us to be better partners, be up to something meaningful to us, to stay aligned, to really live a juicy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just for partnerships or marriages either. Yes. So when we talk about the we, it's basically two or more people. You know, we're going to talk mostly about you and I here, but it can apply to the we of a friendship, the we of a business partnership, the we of a company or a team, the we of a family, all different kinds of we's, two or more people. Yeah. And sometimes a fur baby. Yeah, we definitely, our fur baby, he's 11 and a half pounds and his name is Biggie Smalls. And we often talk about him as part of our (laughs) we too. So, okay. So basically I'll just define at a high level what we're talking about here. One way that you and I talk about is that the we is an entity on its own that includes both you and I, obviously, because we're in our relationship together, but it also transcends us. It's basically holding us and it's larger than us, and it has a compounding capacity because it is transcending us. Right. It's right. like the one plus one equals 11 concept that you talk about, which how would you describe that? We can do more than I can. So there's this sense that the sum of the parts or the sum of the strengths or the capacities or the abilities is less than the whole of what the we can do. What the we wants to do, as you said, it's a an entity of its own. So it has its own desires, has its own needs, 
its own capacities, its um, own kind of intelligence. Yeah, sometimes these things that it wants to do are not comfortable for us to hold. For right. example, right. And when we were prepping for the show, you were also talking about how because of our we, there's different kinds of opportunities and possibilities that show up in our lives for us to say yes to and embrace, should we choose to, because of the unique fingerprint of our we. Would you say anything more about that to make that? Well, I would just add that there's this kind of a mystical quality or a mysterious quality of how this entity brings things forward that we might not expect. Right. And one way that we play with it is that we're often referring to the we in third person. What does the we need right now? And it's very different mm -hmm. from talking about what I need or, well, what do you need? Right. It's like, what does the we need? And it could include needs here for you and I, but likely we're going to be in touch with a higher level of perspective when we ask that question, higher level of consciousness and awareness around what's happening for us at a bigger level versus our minute solo needs. Right. It calls us, the question of what is the we need calls us out of this more transactional, more basic sort of um, tit for tat kind of exchange and calls us into this more deeply collaborative and win-win perspective. Definitely, which is different from more of a, it's fair to say, traditional partnership where it is transactional. And I'm like over here being like, okay, well, here's what I need in relationship. And here's what I need today. And you need to figure out how to get your needs met in the face of my needs, or how can I support your needs? But often there is like one person maybe losing or not, you know, at least not winning inside of that transactional dynamic. And with the we dynamic, it's like we're really looking to see where the win-win-win is. Right. And one of the things that I don't want to go too micro too quickly here in the conversation, but there is an effort and a, a process that is required often for me to get to that win-win-win as opposed to faking it or, you know, overriding that perception that I might have at the beginning of the conversation that my needs are not getting addressed here, or mm. I need X, Y, or Z, and that our needs are in conflict with each other. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so what we're not talking about here is erasing our own perspective or our own need in order to get to this alignment. Totally. Um, it's about working through it. It's about including it and then probably transcending it in some form. Right. What is the process that you find yourself going through? That's a good question. I think my own default setting from childhood programming is put more weight in the backpack and take off and do the thing on my own. Mm. And I am learning how not to gravitate toward that because it's such a limited perspective. And it's a perspective that helped me cope with the perception that I had as a child, that there wasn't enough resource in my environment that I could rely on that felt good to me, felt supportive. So now that I have incredible amounts of resources here with you, I'm retraining myself to turn toward that rather than assume that it's not there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it does go back to this concept about we can do more than I can. And it feels really important for you and I to both truly be grounded in that perspective versus I can do more than we can on my right. own. 
And if either one of us is not in the, we can do more than they can. Like if I'm in that, but you're not in that, we're not going to be able to actually do the we in the way that we're talking about here. Right. Because there's not alignment in the first place that actually one plus one equals 11. And we're not taking responsibility to make sure the we has what it needs. Right. We're not mutually taking responsibility. Right. If I'm overtaking responsibility and you're undertaking responsibility, it's just not going to work that way. Right. For us, it's really been effective, I think, to have it be a vow in our marriage vows to commit to that perspective because without that commitment, I think it would be a little harder to return back to that point of view. Right. And so the vow is actually, we live by the knowing. So one way that we engage with the we actively is when one of us is questioning how we're doing or maybe there's been a rupture that we think has been fully repaired, but maybe it hasn't been, or just something like the energy is low. We're not super juicy with each other. One way to engage with that is we ask, how is the we feeling? Or what does the we need right now? And Mm -hmm. that brings this higher perspective and consciousness and awareness around a higher level of perspective than just like, oh, here's what I need. I need you to do this for me (laughs) or Here's what you need, mm-hmm. and you know, and which might be included in that, but it really helps us to come back together in some form that we maybe didn't weren't tracking before. Yeah, it's a really elegant way for us to call each other back into connection with this we yeah. that we're describing today. And it's also a way of continually undermining or disassembling the self-protective eye perspective right? that is just a program that we learned because of what happened before. So it's um, a beautiful way to care for the we is to just invite, how's the we feeling? And when when I hear that question from you, I'm usually not paying attention to the we, Mm. or I've gotten lost somewhere in my own mind. It helps you come back into the relationship with our we. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And one example of like, what is our we need right now? So I was journeying last night and you and I have had a pretty strenuous year and a half from an unexpected whole house remodel and businesses like in startup, you know, growth mode and lots of stress. And when I really felt into, okay, what does our we need right now to feel stronger, to feel more connected? The first thing that came up for me was, okay, our we needs continued amounts of less chaos. <laughs> so, you know, if we're tracking what we need at that level, we can actually re- really care for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I've been noticing in this come down from a year and a half of of running and running and running and running and uh, very unexpected house remodel <laughs> project <laughs> while we were growing so much with the businesses is is this need to have more rest and more regulation. And, you know, it's a fast world that we live in. A lot of us are running really fast and growing things and on fire with different Mm -hmm. projects. And there's a way that I know I'm vulnerable to getting lost in overdoing and under being and forgetting the nourishment and the, the ability to get more done when we slow down. Get more done, be able to actually nourish ourselves enough to find the inspiration excitement to do the next thing 
yeah. that comes our way and that we're excited to do. Otherwise, we're running on fumes and we're probably rupturing a lot and it's just mm-hmm. not as much fun. Yeah, we've been there. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> Fortunately, not right now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. We hope you're enjoying this episode. I want to take a quick break to let you know about a gift we created for you and your partner. We compiled our top 10 relationship agreements. Agreements that have been so powerful in supporting the success of our partnership that we even turned them into our wedding vows. These agreements help us stay connected, growing, and thriving as a couple, and they've been critical to help us create a kind of we that's way beyond what we've ever experienced before. You can download this free gift at kristavanderveer.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-A-V-A-N-D-E-R-V-E-E-R.com. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, it would be so meaningful to us if you left us a rating and review. Not only does it help others find us, but it gives us critical feedback on how we're doing. Thanks in advance, and now back to the episode. We want to bring in examples of how we use the we perspective in other relationships besides just our marriage and our business partnership. So one way that we do that is that we're in business partnership with another couple. So the four of us are all owners of the businesses. And I love the way that we do our business partnership with Emma and Keith. I think it's brilliant. And it's something that we've had to navigate and learn together. It's not something that we've been taught together of how to do business partnership together. And one way, and I want to hear how you and Keith, you know, really work your partnership there because you guys are the day-to-day making all the decisions and all that hold your we, the we between the two of you. But one thing that I'm really super proud of is how Emma and I, when we have our meetings, one of the things that we're really tracking is how is the we of the four of us doing? And we're tracking all kinds of things. Like, are we well? Are we attending to maybe snags and interpersonal relationships between any of the four of us? How do the guys seem? Are they super stressed? What's missing here? So we really attend to this. And I think that when we have our board meetings, we bring that into our board meetings and us having those conversations together make a huge difference in what we can hold as a foursome. I agree. It makes a gigantic difference. And I feel so supported and and nourished by the way you two hold that for all of us. I think that my perspective, and I won't speak for Keith, but I think that we both have our eyes more on the organization and how the health of the organization is feeling to us and where's the chaos and disorder that needs to be attended to more than we're thinking about the foursome of the owners. Totally. And you guys need to be doing that. Like there's so much going on and that makes so much sense. And I think that having both of those, Emma and I holding this, this, this area and you guys holding that area, it's less likely that we're going to polarize as couples when an issue arises. You know, we're really making sure that there aren't any interpersonal things that are missing or any big gaps in the we of the four of us that when something does come up, we're not polarizing and you and I are over here saying like, well, Emma and Keith, blah, 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 blah. And they're not over there being like, Kristen, <laughs> Will, blah, 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 because mm-hmm. we have this really strong relationship with them in this way. Definitely. Do you want to say anything about your partnership with Keith from a we perspective? I just want to speak to the people in the audience who maybe are thinking about founding 
a company or an organization or thinking about going into a business partnership with someone for the first time. And I've had different experiences with different people over the years. And one of the things that I've found is so powerful about me and Keith is having a friend for many years whose values are very aligned with mine, but whose background, education, skills, abilities are really different. And so I remember reading in a business book somewhere before starting this partnership with Keith that you want to make sure that your business partner has a different set of tools in their toolkit from your own. And I thought, that seems like a good idea, but it was very academic. And and now being four or five years in with Keith, it's incredibly powerful to have a business partner who's, again, aligned in terms of what we're trying to do together, but very different in the way that he looks at things. And um, I could talk for a long time about different personality styles and the different ways that we complement each other, but it's just really uh, beautiful to have a business partner who's quite different. I also believe that one thing that really supports the two of you is your capacity and commitment to address anything that doesn't feel good with each other. And I've said this from the beginning, I really feel that when there's two business partners together, the success of the company is directly related to the success of the relationship. Right. And you and Keith are extraordinary in my view about dotting your I's and crossing your T's around aligning about things, making sure that your relationship is clean and clear and ruptures between the two of you are attended to. And you have a deep history, a long history of learning how to do that together. Right. Right. And stories I've heard about business partnerships that don't work out. You hear, you hear stories about resentments building and things not being aired out. And you're right. We do a really good job of keeping the kitchen clean, so yeah. to speak. And way, yeah. one way to say that is that you are really committed to your, the we of the two of you. Right. And you understand, I think, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but that well, the success of your relationship really determines the success of the companies. Right. I mean, it's not keeping the we of our relationship healthy for the sake of the we of our relationship. It's for the sake of the bigger mission and seeing with crystal clear vision that the disorder and chaos that we have between us is a massive limitation for everyone else. And I could give examples of, of that, but it's, um, it's true that sometimes I think we're like two hemispheres of a brain and, you know, there's a, a lot of communication that needs to happen for a brain to work right between the two hemispheres yeah. and they have very different jobs, different yeah. roles. And so, you know, when our brain is working really well, then it just makes all the difference. Well, I really love that analogy because it goes into then when we look at a team or a company from a we perspective. So if the two two sides of the brain are functioning right, but you're not attending to, oh, well, is the left pinky working? Or is the you know right knee or leg functioning well? If we're really looking at a company or a team, depending on what size you know, you're working on, as a we perspective, and you're really saying we can do more than I can, then you're going to be attending to really looking to see, well, what's dysfunctional? What's like losing life? You're going to be being for people's success inside the company, but you're not going to let, you know, a mangled arm drag along. Some people do, and they don't really attend to it because they're too busy doing other things or they, I don't know. I mean, or they're avoiding a difficult conversation or yeah, they're, 
Yeah, any number of reasons. Yeah. You're right. So you pay attention to not just the health of the top part of the organization, but every working part Yeah, needs to be attended to. Yeah. And it's such a leadership growth path to be able to do that and also to be able to have the capacity to look at it from that perspective and then attend to it on top of everything else that you are holding mm -hmm. and managing as a leader. As we wrap up here, we have an invitation for you. Yeah, this is the We Challenge. So uh, <laughs> I love that. if you're up for taking the We Challenge, what we would invite you to do is survey the landscape of your relational world, look at, look at your life relationship-wise, and see if there's a relationship or more, but really just, I think, starting with one relationship is plenty of a challenge, <laughs> and see if there's a relationship that you think could be one that could move forward in this way that we're describing today. Where it would benefit from an explicit conversation about a we perspective, where both of you, you know, you could see if both of you are aligned to holding the we, your we, with this we perspective. Right. Could be a friendship, could be a business partnership, could be your spouse. Your lover. Lover. Could be your fur baby. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know what you find out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. And because it's such an abstract topic, find your own words, see how it really resonates in your heart. But if you need support, feel free to share this podcast because it is an abstract topic. Yes. Yes. Enjoy. Let us know how it goes. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this content valuable, please follow this show and share it with your partner or other key collaborators. If this show has sparked an interesting conversation based on these topics, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Instagram at Art of We Podcast. And we'll see you next time when we explore what it means to be better together, like butter and toast on the Art of We.